What's up, everybody? It's Run Your Mouth Podcast, live from Childerberg. Have a oh, great yeah. day. Uh, so let me introduce everybody. Sitting here with us today, first, we got the man, the legend, the priest. Uh, man of the cloth. Man of the cloth? Yeah. Oh, I do have a question. This is 280D. I got to introduce you first. Um, so welcome to the show, Mr. Bird. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, having me on. Thanks for having me at your festival. It's fine. It's actually Jacob's festival, but yeah, I'll take the credit. Nah, <laughs> he does. He does the organization behind the scenes. It's like my relationship with Mike Heiss. I'm the king of the cocks. He does all the work. Okay, I'll take so th that. This is your event. All he right, just, he, my event. He does the logistics. That's right. And then joining us also, we got comedian Kyle Ruff. Welcome to the show, Mr. Kyle. Thank you. Glad to be back. Glad to be back at Childerberg. Awesome time. Good to see everyone out here sweating in the heat. Well, that that's what uh, Childerberg's all about. You drink. And you sweat it out. And you sweat it out. Have you had a good time? I'm having the I'm having the best time. Oh, yeah. You you retired early last night though. Yeah. God. Well, my body is just a chemical dumpster after this weekend <laughs> in Reno. Every single person there. It's what people don't know about the LP conventions is that it's mostly just an excuse for autistic people to get hammered. And then you came to this event. Yes. Which isn't even an excuse. It's it's expressly yeah. the purpose of this event. It's literally it's hammered. mandatory. Yeah. 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 Uh, so oh, oh. just since you're a little late, it's windy and uh, we didn't have pop filters, so we just had someone take their sock right off their boot. That's great. Uh, so it's a mixture of sock and sweat yeah. from Childerberg, but that's going to help us with the wind. Mine's yeah. a little crusty. Yeah. I don't know if yours is. Oh, that's a long sock over there. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. this is a short sock. <laughs> so welcome to the show. We got the other noble leader from uh, Timeline Earth, previously of the Fagcast, Mr. Carr. Welcome to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. Thanks for having me on, Robbie. Thanks for having me on. No, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So I wanted to start off with, uh, I haven't seen the news yet today. But does anyone know if Fauci apologized if our uh, ceremony was successful? <laughs> Pretty sure he did. Uh, right? I, I thought the purpose of it was to kill him. No, oh, it was okay. to, uh, we were trying to exercise his evil spirit. Okay, I thought so that, you said that when you winked and we were actually just trying to kill no, him. No, I think it would be more persuasive for the American people if he was still alive and said, hey, here's what I did to you. Well, that didn't happen. We, we, that, need, a, we I, need a full redemption. I think we would have caught that news. I think, but so I, I haven't think, had my phone on me, so. But did you like the ceremony, though? I had a great time with the ceremony. I thought it was great i feel like next Beautiful. year we're going to need a new target we're going to need a new energy that we're trying to bring to the universe sure and you and i are going to have to go on a spiritual journey beforehand ayahuasca yeah and we're going to have to meet with religious leaders to figure out exactly how we can better run the ceremony the southern baptist church maybe yeah invite them maybe that can there. be that can be a cartoon dialogue get them in the mix <laughs> <laughs> They might need some of our ideas to figure out how to not touch the kids. It's that, unbelievable. We, we, <laughs> that's true, Robbie. I mean, it is incredible that those storylines are still coming out. Like, Every day. Yeah. it's. Uh, I guess that's really the cause they're committed to. <laughs> yeah. Th and this is a good thing to be talking about a libertarian event also, is uh, just preventing that from happening. Oh, I had a question for you guys. Yeah, of course. Uh, I had parents that were uh, put together people. Lawyers. Yeah. And, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I lived a slightly different lifestyle. Uh-huh. Uh, and are the parents that brought their kids here, is that child abuse? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was pretty tricky on Friday when people started pouring in and there were a lot of kids walking around. And, and none of us stopped doing any of the things that we were doing. I, know, I don't want to be judgmental of people's parenting. I just know what I saw with, you know, Connecticut you know, lifestyle, and I feel like if I had been in one of those vans, I would have left my family. Yeah, you <laughs> I would have been like, I, there's got to be a better family That's for why me. we're here. That's their Ch Childer Here's a new tagline, Childerberg, breaking families. <laughs> the annual child swap at Childerberg. Yeah. 
Did you guys camp as kids? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah quite a I bit. feel like maybe it's good for you because then if you show up in like tougher environments, like shitty hotel rooms or whatever, I don't yeah. even, you know what I mean? You can like just you can start a fire. That's, a, that's, the, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. the toughest environment Robbie can envision. <laughs> <laughs> like a really, really rough hotel room. <laughs> Dude, I had a hotel six one time, you guys. I had a fan put really me up in, uh, in LA, Steven. He's been on the podcast quite a few times and he was like, don't worry, I got you. Were you going to crash by me? He put me up at a place that, like, I mean, it looked like you would harvest organs there. That would be the only reason to sure. be at this motel. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's like a why. Single issue hotel kind of. <laughs> yeah. Deal, yeah. Just mainly organs. No room. No room. No, no real rooms. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, it's a hospital. Taking people's body parts. Abu Ghraib hospital. A lot of dogs this year. Not as many kids as dogs. Have you been delighted to see all the dogs around? I'm not such a dog guy. <laughs> what the hell is that to say on a podcast? I, just, I, I know. People, you lost the whole audience. Yeah. I know. People, uh, You're really beating the audience down. I, my parents were lawyers. Right. You already know I'm Jewish. <laughs> Guess what? Don't like dogs. Well, uh, <laughs> the good news go. is there's no one left listening, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, now we can talk about yeah, what we're really doing can, with Fauci. Can, <laughs> <you> can, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> now, let's get to that, because yeah. that was my shining moment. Let's talk about my shining moment. Why did you have that uh, thing that you wore? What, Poncho? What? Yeah. Um, He's a shaman. Where's Where's Moo? All right, Moo's not around, but Moo, shout out to you. He had. He. We were talking about me adopting the role of the man of the cloth in order to do the ceremony, which we will explain after that. But I, I needed a, an outfit, and he said, "I got this black poncho with a hood." And I thought about the, the the image of what that would probably have looked like with the hood up. It was a it was a conical hood also, oh. which was a little bit suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I got it from a friend, and I I think I gave it back. I don't know. I hope I gave it back. If I didn't, I still have it. Mm -hmm. No, I think that thing's got you see like, how that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's over, over there, covered in milk or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think other people better be careful if they're wearing that thing because it might have magical powers now. Yeah, to to make Fauci a better guy. Yeah, and after movies. after the energy of our ceremony and everyone's combined spirits focused on one task of exploding a jug of milk. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So, uh, you you we meet at Iron Wolf is the name of the place, right? And, yeah. And you you immediately come up to me and, and you say, "I'm I'm scheming, I have a plan. Uh, I want to do a ceremony here." Now, where where'd you come up with this idea? Because you, you you last had year. Last year. Yeah, I wanted. I just don't plan very well. I guess we this had is a year in the making. Yeah. That, that I actually, you don't remember. I said it to you last year that I felt like in uh, in the style of what you guys are doing here, we should be doing a ceremony. Yeah, that's and right. And then I messaged the group on Twitter at some point saying, "Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go in this direction with it?" No one really responded. No, I saw it, and I was like, I'll get back to that, and I never did. Yeah, same, Sorry, that but was, we're here now. That's the way I operate, too. I have one <laughs> evening where I'm like, all right, like I, like my ADD, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's like one evening. If we get it done in that evening, it's great. Yeah, uh, yeah And then otherwise, by the that. next day, I, I have done. no interest yeah. anymore. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad we got it done. But we, we pulled it together. I thought it was amazing. I, we did, we planned it in 10 minutes. And, and I bet Fauci feels a little bit different today. I, he probably I woke bet, up like, maybe... with a sore throat, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> ah, <God>. milk. <laughs> milk. He, he woke up and his milk was spoiled. <laughs> we should have a positive <laughs> mental attitude. It might, it might, wouldn't that be great if he just had spoiled milk for the rest of his life? Yeah, he can't drink milk anymore. Yeah. He's he now lactose intolerant, yeah. <laughs> and he goes out there and he says it wasn't my vaccine <laughs> that caused it. So, um, getting back he's to on it. the news tomorrow. Like, was someone doing a ceremony? Because <laughs> <laughs> he just knows yeah. this has happened before. Yeah. He's, he's had <laughs> sore throat milk before. Just a litany of really mild inconveniences. <laughs> yeah. Someone nope. already did Gatorade last year. Yeah. He's like, I'm talking about Gatorade. It's terrible. <laughs> 
So Robbie uh, comes up to me and he goes, I'm scheming. I want to do this, this ceremony and, and we, need a, we need a prop. And so the original idea was a small watermelon that you had bought from a gas station. Yeah. So what, what happened to that watermelon? You know, it's still in the fridge. I forgot about that watermelon. Oh, okay. Well, we that ate that watermelon. Yeah, it looked good. <laughs> it looked really good. I picked it out myself. I did the ear test and everything. Oh, wow. Okay. I inspected the watermelons, and I, I had that one as being the most delicious. So you, and then you, so you didn't get that, but you got a jug of milk. Well, with the benefit of hindsight, I'd say, like, with the hood thing, like, it's probably a good thing that we didn't do the watermelon. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even make that. Yeah. You know what? Because we already looked like we a already, bunch of... Well, you <laughs> you in particular picked up a tiki torch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, that didn't help either. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> Firstly, I'm just bald, okay? Am I? So, like, the fact that I automatically, like, people are like, this guy's a racist, and then, what, I'm not allowed to hoard torches anymore? I like torches. Yeah. It, they're no, useful. It, Robbie, it was the fact that you screamed white power. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of things that we've been meaning to talk to you about today, actually. It looks like I'm the ad hoc HR department for this podcast. Yeah. And yeah, I got a, I got a, we'll, we'll have a conversation. We have now. some okay. complaints yeah. to levy. Yeah, I've got, Why, been taking I, a lot of mail, yeah. Yeah? Did I do other inappropriate things last I don't seem to remember. Uh, no, no, last year it was, it you was did mainly far more inappropriate yeah, things than this year. Yeah, the, it was the hoods. Yeah. And, it was just the hoods and the clan. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that's I thought okay. you guys told me not to. To, to, to bring those out. Last year I brought them and you're like, we're not mentioning that. <laughs> and now you're kind of throwing me under the bus here. Yeah. Well, we could stop mentioning it then. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, All right so let's go back to my crowning moment. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So um, I get the robe, I put it on. I got this great red light from BR. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I don't That's know really BR's brand. handle. Oh, Bloody Revolutions, if you want to follow him. Uh, got a great light. Uh, red light. I, I think red is the least intimidating of all colors. So it, Fauci, when he saw that in his dream, probably because he was sleeping, because it was 9 p.m. It was late right. for him. Um, he pro- yeah, he probably was convinced by the great lighting and the and the cool aesthetics. Um, and so then we we charged him. We said we were going to do five charges, but I, I flopped. I did three, um, which was uh, the creation of the coronavirus, the Eight. creation of the AIDS virus. And the human trafficking of children in Haiti. What's the story with that one? That's a real thing. So when he was uh, developing the AIDS vaccine, um, he was testing it on on Haitians um, as just one of the places. The most disposable of people. Well, uh, (laughs) that was how he views them. And um, so he he was... (laughs) (laughs) HR's HR's taking a hit over here. Got a lot of mail coming. Yeah, the more mail (laughs) coming out. So, uh, So he was testing the AIDS... Whatever it was, just testing AIDS in Haiti, and um, the clinics where they were being tested, a lot of children uh, who had visited them ended up disappearing. Um, so, and they didn't just die of AIDS like the rest of them. They, I, I still think that would be a problem if that was. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Kyle really Somehow that's less them. important. Maybe might have died of AIDS weeks after they disappeared. Or, oh well, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, it's not clean people banging these child slaves. No, it's, you know. Yeah, if you got AIDS, that's all you can do is yeah. bang Haitians. <laughs> that's all you're left to. Uh, the yeah. most disposable of people. <laughs> <laughs> you get send the email out I'm one dying, more time. HR Robbie at HR. We're in trouble, guys. HR at RobbieFireBernstein.com. So we're at year four now of Childerberg. Year V. And this is uh, this has grown into quite a movement. So uh, give us the update. I mean, this is this is turning into. You guys are sold out this year. Yeah. Two hundred uh, tickets, I believe, sold yeah. out. Um, where's oh, yeah? Jacob at? Hey, hey, Jacob. How many how many seats did we sell? How many sites? Just over two hundred. 
just over 200, Campsites. which has got to be double last year. I mean, the crazy thing was on Friday, which is not an official day of Childerberg, there were more people on Friday than they were last year at peak. That's crazy. Wow. And so yeah. are awesome. you are you hoping yeah. to keep awesome. growing the numbers, or do you want to go more cult vibe and keep it like to a small, more... Bo yeah, both, because we, we located a, a couple of private sites just at this park where we could have that later, you know, where it's just the in-group. Right. But, uh, yeah, we'd like to get, like, I'd like to get for, like, 500 people. So here, you want to get to it oh, yeah. to the point where it's, like, the current group's almost like the VIP. Yeah. And then there's, like, a mass movement of people filling yeah. up this valley. Yeah. We're yeah. just wishing that they could be a part. And we send someone down from our hilltop, and this we proclaim news. The and entire thing is basically in service of our ego, time on earth. Yeah, yeah, this is a money laundering <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, this is to a lot clear. about money. Wait, yeah. we're laundering money? Uh, well, there's money being laundered. Being laundered, yeah. yeah. How do I get on that part of this? Well, <laughs> we'll I'll text you. Yeah. Uh, sometime later. Anyway, let's stop talking about yeah, that. Yeah, let's move to the next okay. one. Um, <laughs> what is the next one? Yeah, it's great. It's been a great time. Um, the w a little I wonder, windy. I, it would be great if the, what you I, hear on this recording is I the entire time. I, I have, the wind just ramps up during certain <laughs> Anytime Robbie's <laughs> talking, <laughs> the, the, the wind is up. Isn't that right, Robbie? <laughs> well, he ends up recording it afterwards, his own lines again afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cool, everyone. <laughs> yes, everyone laugh at my joke. Again. <laughs> um, I do add a laugh track. Uh, <laughs> Got to. No, I thought of a way that we might be able to secure funding for this okay which is i think we could pitch the government on we are a real bit rehab center for prospective school shooters <laughs> <laughs> and we showcase that you can be an autist and still run freely and enjoy your life yeah you can and be a so part of society yeah we give hope to these kids <laughs> who are lost in school <laughs> I feel like we might be able to get government funding if yeah. we took that angle. I could be like a Childerberg side hustle. Yeah, or I, 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 yeah, I think it would be a great idea. I yeah. feel like there's just you know there's lost kids out there that don't realize that there's a farm like there's this a place where for them where free. they can bring their guns. <laughs> yeah, and they. <laughs> <laughs> And there's lots of targets, and and whatever <laughs> random shooting range. I mean, that's <laughs> all other kids yeah. in the targets. That's, that's the ultimate conclusion of Childerberg. Right? I mean, like we all know where this is headed, yeah. right? I mean, right? We're yeah. strapped in. That's Childerberg six. <laughs> we got one more to go before we really organize the kids shooting range. <laughs> well, we got to get the message out first. And then yeah. Six is going to be a real banger. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like whatever random topic they just want to talk about, because they all have like one thing that they're obsessed with. I yeah. feel like you can come here and just be another person who's just talking at a tree. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I, there were people talking about echo echolocation and bats over there okay. earlier. Yeah, other people getting drunk at 9am. That was 9 a good seminar. Yeah, that was very solid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I needed yeah. to know more about bats. I set my alarm to get up for that yeah. one. That was a good one. Jacob, what's the fifth? We ha So we've been doing this thing where every year the number changes yeah. and the language of the number changes. So we had Childerberg 1, Chili Dose, Chili... Three. Three. <laughs> this is Chili Veer. That's German. What's Childerberg 5 going to be? Go. Go? Childerberg Go. Oh, Childerberg Go. What language is Go? Japanese. Japanese. Oh. Okay. It sounded like a, like a Power Rangers type Yeah, thing. it sounds... Well, Childerberg Go! I think, I think, go. It's, it's, gotta, I think it's... I think the pronunciation is more like... Go! It's <laughs> <laughs> more of a samurai type thing. Childerberg Go! Yeah. Go! Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get a you're gonna get an uh, email uh, about that one. Um, <laughs> my, my inbox is broken. Your inbox is broken now. Now the Japanese listeners. Yeah, are now hating. they're pissed. It's just various groups of people. The, ja oh, the Japanese listeners are fine with the kids shooting. Yeah, but <laughs> it was it was the mocking language where they had to pull it back. Never make fun of five. <laughs> don't really, take this out of my memory. <laughs> Their defense of a five as a number. <laughs> <laughs> a most oh, secret of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm ja- I'm 100% Japanese. So it's fine. <laughs> as the only Asian here, yeah. I'm allowed to say this and no one else is. Yeah. So yeah. You're welcome. As, as soon as Jacob said Childerberg go, I saw you mouth oh five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> One, two, three, four, go. That's yeah, yeah, Japanese. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get into uh, some some we'll cover a couple of the recent news topics. Okay. Uh, the big one they're talking about that this upcoming summer you might start seeing some rolling blackouts. That comes on top of all these supply line issues, comes yeah. on top of people like me panicking and buying food. Yeah. So where are you guys at on all this? How bad do you think things are gonna get? Well, What's think, your prediction between now and next year's chili? I think most of Childerberg has been experimenting with rolling blackouts through the weekend, so I think Yay! we're, all gonna, be, uh, we're all gonna be very prepared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, prepared. I'm certainly going to get rolling blackouts in the building I live in, so I've been prepared for that. Yeah, I have a lot of books and then, uh, enough bullets to if I miss once, I can go again. Do you still live in a uh, good school shooter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in Miami now. Oh right, I forgot that you. How I've do you like I've, that? You way better. Last year, I yeah. love it. Way better. A uh, great place. Uh, greatest state in the union. Um, mostly happy to just be away from New York. I, you're still stomping around in New York. Yeah, I'm. I'm living in Connecticut, but uh, in New York, it sucks, right? Doesn't it? Doesn't it still kind of suck a lot? I was there two weeks ago. And it still okay. sucks. I, it seems to me like it's to me at least it's lost its cool factor. And that yeah, most of the bars I like don't cool. exist anymore. Yeah. Everyone who's hanging out are like these. I feel like it's like movie set of yeah. how good looking people are, and it's like I I'm not supposed to hit on you. You're oh, like an oh, extra here. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like they're not actually drinking at the bar. Yeah. It's like they're filming they're just standing something. Standing around. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like what I I so. You, I guess what I enjoyed about New York City seems to be a little bit absent at the moment. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, part of the reason why I left was because about half of the restaurants that were my favorites are just gone. Right. So, yeah, but I don't know. Nobody wants to hear about New York. Um, But just, I'm glad to be out. I'm definitely glad to be out. Glad to be in, in Florida and in Gomez. Gomez, baby. In the larger part of Gomez. Yeah. What Florida, is, Florida is the sword of Gomez. Okay, yeah. you got to enlighten me on Gomez. Yeah, go ahead. Um, are you wearing the shirt? Okay. Why don't you go for the Gomez bit? Or you want to? Oh, yeah, there we go. Go for the Gomez bit. What's Gomez? So Gomez is something car created that uh, I, I hitch my wagon to. Gomez is all of the states between Florida and Texas. So Texas is the shield. Florida's a sword. Okay, so we're trying to start, we're basically, we want to break the union. Yeah. And so Gomez is supposed to be the... Gulf of Mexico. But that sounds like Mexicans are welcome there. Uh, yeah, I can't have that. Yeah, I feel like it's they're, a bad They're going to be here regardless. We're, we're, uh, we're still in alpha. <laughs> we don't have the manpower to get them out anyway. <laughs> we're working the kinks out. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, and by the way, that's another HR. You don't have to yeah, put that one yeah, on yeah. too. Yeah, it's going to be a tough, <laughs> tough go. Yeah. How do you come up with the name? Uh, I actually didn't. I think somebody on Twitter did. Gulf of Mexico Autonomous Zone. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, right? Yeah. Pretty it sounds decent. like something went down, though, it, that it, you end up with that name. Like, yeah. that sounds like post, like, a nuclear war type name. Yeah, well. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's, we're we're hoping. that's what we're hoping, Robbie. <laughs> really hoping to get a nuclear war in there. Yeah. Slip one in <laughs> between COVID and the butt virus. Yeah, the, and the yeah. Let's can we talk about the butt virus? The butt virus. Yeah, can we talk about the butt virus? I don't virus? know about the monkeypox. Oh, is it you get it in your butt? I think so. It, no, you get it, it by fucking people. If somebody comes, so you're gonna get oh, it. Yeah, somebody yeah. comes. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Literally yeah. and figuratively. I thought if somebody, I thought if somebody de- deposited in your butt, you get it. Uh, a whole monkey? Is that a distinction? <laughs> is that a distinction without a difference? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. How do you feel about monkeypox? I feel like we should have put an end to gay people a long time ago. <laughs> Robbie! You got, a, you got a busy day, you got an eight-hour day. <laughs> They're really trying to make it happen, though. They're really trying to get everybody what? hyped up about a monkeypox. 
Um, no, they actually walked it back pretty quickly when they discovered oh, really? that it was mostly in the gay community and they didn't Ooh. want to bring... No, I'm not even lying. No, like, I, I believe no, I think, actually I think what happened right. yeah, was right. they were like, they started to ramp it up and then they're like, oh, this one doesn't look good. Right. And so they dropped it Because all the reporting was the new AIDS and no, it's like, it just, well, it, we gotta go back out, to how AIDS was the gay disease. Was, yeah. Was right. a lot no, they, of that. They found, no, out, like that. they found out right away where they're like, oh my God, this is a serious problem. They're like, oh, everyone that got it attended this one event in Germany. It was like a gay gay butt sex event. The, the, the German gay butt sex event. Yeah. <laughs> we shall call it the butt. <laughs> Ch Childer butt. The big butt. <laughs> it, was, it was actually called the monkey party. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do this thing where we do viruses the way they do hurricanes, where it gets a silly name every year. Oh, the next wherever virus it starts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's starts. a great one. So yeah. it's just the well, I don't know if we want to do monkeypox for where that one started, though. I would like if every new STD... <laughs> It was like I'm a Luke, just saying. It was like a Lou Gehrig disease where it had the name of whoever was the first dude. The guy who had it. Yeah, whoever the first guy. Uh, I don't know how you track that down, though. We can probably get to the bottom of yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get to the bottom of it. I guess you gotta go to whatever <laughs> lab found she's working That's how it started. I mean, it's place. gonna she start at this event, right? So it's, we gotta narrow it down to about 250 no people. No one's getting laid here, so probably That's not. so true. <laughs> yeah, this is the cleanest there is. There's, no, a, there's a guy at the no end. No monkey box here. <laughs> this might as well be a safe, a safe sex seminar. There's yeah. <laughs> 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 The, the extremely dangerous road on the way in here. Yeah. There was like me and him were driving, yeah. and uh, me and Carr were driving, and there uh, there was a, a guy shirtless, like massive biceps, just kind of fixing his car or something, and he goes, "Not one of our guys, too athletic." <laughs> <laughs> you can instantly tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, have you guys been watching any of the footage out of uh, the Devours stuff out in? I don't even know where it is, but uh, all the Great Reset. You got the, uh, oh, you guys oh, aren't no. up on this? Absolutely not. Really? No, no, I don't, I don't care what they do or say. Oh my God, I mean, we've heard some crazy speeches. Alibaba Group, they're creating technology so that they could track your personal carbon consumption. Uh, they got Pfizer's got pills. They can know if you actually took the vaccine. Yeah, or not. I, I did see that. Really? Uh, they've got. You know uh, I saw that one on Fox News. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Fox News. Yeah, they got. Uh, um, it, it's like. Uh, I thought you guys would be all over this topic. No, I, I, we, I don't. The, DeVos. Yeah. D Davos. Yeah. How would you pronounce it? Well, the, the, the oh, thing is, that is, meeting or whatever. Yeah, it's well, yeah, it's all the old guy, old yeah. German guys yeah. who are like, we, we still control the world. I, mean, I like. Those I don't guys. think they do anything though. Yeah. I don't really think they have any uh, pull. They don't okay. have any military or anything like that. What are they? You know well, I mean? they've gotten world leaders into a lot of their positions with the Young Economic Forum group or whatever it's called. The, yeah. <laughs> the Young Economic Forum? Yeah, the World the really, Economic Forum. The Uncomfortably Young Economic Forum. <laughs> <laughs> no, they... they those, that, those, those can be the first on the target range. Yeah, yeah, the Young Economic Forum. They've, they've, See, I think that's what Epstein was calling his island for a while. Yeah, yeah it's an economic forum. Yeah, we're just talking about Young world leaders. It's like yeah. Young world leaders. They've trained a lot of them. Oh, it's, it's, like, it's a creepy amount of people that have gone through their Maybe farm Maybe we should camp. get on this. Yeah. Yeah, we absolutely should. Yeah. I don't All right, know why. So, listen, why don't you tell us what we really should be concerned about, which is these long deers? Oh. Well, let's talk about it. You want to yeah. talk about it? No, I think you... This was a, a good bit. So, um, we've been trying to fish for, like, a bit to engage our audience for a long time. Okay. Um, and, like, one night, we're in a group chat trying to plan out what the episode's going to be. And uh, we decide, let, let's try and go viral. Right, so we monkey so box, monkey box, monkey box style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it back in my ass, full circle. <laughs> and so and we did, and so we did, and now we're here. And so, yeah, <laughs> and birds got monkey box. <laughs> and so, uh, basically, what we did, we, we got all of our fans, like a lot, a good good number of them, to go on next door. We took this picture, this Photoshop picture of a deer, basically like the size of a light pole, um, nicknamed it Long Deer, and we had, I think, 
Interactions wise, uh, gotta be like fourteen thousand interactions on the post that I did on Twitter over it. Just just passed a meme around. Um, it was pretty triumphant. Did you see it? You haven't seen yeah, a long deer. Didn't see the long deer, huh? All Tell right. me about it. That's what I'm asking well, about. That's it. what I'm saying. I mean, Everyone's that's what we did. We're talking about long deer. Out long, here. I mean, you got long deer T-shirts too. I don't know. It was a phenomenon. It was a meme. For, I guess you weren't. <laughs> hi, hi, Cut. Pete. Hey, hey, which yeah. one? Which mic is he on for? <laughs> <laughs> and that out from uh, look who we found here. What Childerbring brings out, I haven't seen Pete in a long time. How you doing, buddy? It's nice to see you. You got to talk into the dildo we gave you. Doing good. (laughs) Crusty. (laughs) Doing well. Doing well. All right, and uh, it's been a little while. I know that you've gone through an evolution. You're Have you're, I? you're post liberty now. Am I? Yeah, you're you're pushing into new territory. So can you lay it on for us? What is the new uh, What is the new guiding philosophy? Weimar Republic 1922. A Republican 1922. <laughs> Weimar Republic 1922. Okay, what is I I don't know history. You got to educate me here. Oh, it's the rise of the National Socialist. Okay. Just, you should probably know this one, Robbie. Just uh, yeah, uh, just get the HR. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to pretend like I know as little of the no, Nazis just, as possible. No, it, it, it just, <laughs> I, I feel like I got myself in a lot of trouble with that ceremony. Yeah, last you, night. you revealed I'm how like, much you Hitler, knew with the turkey. What are you talking? About? I never heard of some Hitler. <laughs> Who's this Adolf guy? Yeah, Adolf sounds nice. No, it's just. Um, I mean, I just don't think that there is anything politically that can be done outside of like a Caesar or something like that coming in and cleaning house. And I think until then, we just need to build on our own. All right. Yeah. So what I do think we... that's a pretty simple simple thing. So what are we building? Alternate communities, parallel communities, build wealth, um, build an arsenal, all that. Be yeah. prepared. Yeah. This is, this is the stuff that everybody's been talking about for so long, which is why I talked about it with you. I was like, I don't understand the controversy. Yeah, yeah. Everything that he said was things that have been said for well, years. Well, I just, yeah, I've told them. I, I, I think that... I, by the way, I didn't even know there was beef until last night when I was like, will you come on the show tomorrow? You're like, you'll have me on? I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I have you on? <laughs> I was like, why, what's even going on? And I was like, oh, did something happen here? Car, Car will tell you yeah. why he okay. said that once you get the letters in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, from the HR department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, taking, I'm taking a lot of bullets for you guys. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's amazing. Now, I'm a big fan of try and live your best life. I yeah. feel like that's kind of... Um, the, the the best approach. I once heard uh, Grant Cardone. He's a sales guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- these were two things that kind of kicked me a little bit, at least from a mental perspective. One was Jordan Peterson with his clean up your own room. Okay. And then also uh, Grant Cardone was once talking about, like, I don't read the news. Go make news. Right. Uh, well, but- you know, clean up your own room is just a metaphor for accepting Christ so that he can wash away your sins, right? I did not know that. Oh, boy. Yeah. I thought it was just like, Look hey, take care, of your own, take care of your own shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's not how I read it. All right. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was metaphorical. Okay. Actually, yeah. I mean, there are some people that need to clean up their rooms. That's for sure. But. Wait, you, that was about letting Christ into your heart? That's the way I read it. <laughs> I, I, I cleaned up my room. <laughs> I was home cleaning. Do you mind uh, pivoting the GoPro It's crazy because you cleaned yeah. up your room and you didn't clean up your act. Nope. That's what he's talking yeah. about. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, so the new thing is live a good life. And be prepared. Well, so I mean, what, what, what's the prepping you're doing? What you got? Neighborhood alliance. You're arming up with trying guns. to save, trying to save up as much as possible. Get rid of all debt. Um, pay for everything. You know, I bought a car recently. I paid for it. And just try not to have any debt while you're building wealth. And try to figure out a side gig that you can work yourself out of a job, so you don't have to have you know the corporate 
kind of thing. Because yeah. the corporate thing is just not. I mean, you could say the wrong thing on Facebook and lose your job nowadays. You right. Know? And it doesn't. And you're not even you know like radical as Dude, that's we a are huge here. One. Yeah. That's because I I, uh, I was lucky enough. I left a corporate sales. Firstly, already sales jobs, you're producing. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, unless you're Unless you do something, you're on the front page of the newspaper. At sales jobs, they kind of don't care. Right. It's just like it's a, salespeople are different. Like they they're doing coke every weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not they're they're not pretending to be behaved individuals. What Aaron was talking about going to those clubs in New York where with getting monkey just nasty, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, those are the sales people. People are injecting stuff into their dick, kind of stuff. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I phased out for a second. You were talking about talking Aaron. Remember Aaron, remember Aaron telling the story about going to that club in New York? Where oh yeah, it's like, and yeah. it's like, and, and he's like, oh yeah, I know. I, I, there's clubs like that all over New yeah, York. Yeah, all over where they yeah, put someone they're another. They're like no they, names, no yeah. name clubs. You know that you have to know where it is and yeah. everything like I've that. I've never been to. Any never of these. been to one of these piss clubs. No. Wait, you get peed on, or you pee on other? people? I think they kind piss of pee, club. and if you uh, might get it. I, on I think you. there's a give and go. I've been to bars that smell like pee. It's kind of like going to the Blue Man Group show, except it's piss. That doesn't sound fun at all. I don't really. Even I care. didn't think it sounded fun either. Did, 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 but then were you converted? Like you no, my like co-host uh, was it, very much converted it, to like. It's sort of fun. like New York City's version of a donkey show. Yeah, it's a kind donkey of thing. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Who does uh, yeah. who does the peeing though? Uh, the girls, the burlesque ladies. Oh, so, Gir- girls. Yeah, the, yeah. They, uh, and that's an important. Yeah. Which they have penises. Some penises probably were, yeah, penis. Yes. Now, do they like... They're, put, they're, they're, they, they're petite feminine penises, they but they're up, penises. They put Absolutely. up like a fan so it sprays all over the crowd type thing? <laughs> like make sure they can even... Sounds like a good idea for this event. Or, <laughs> or, or is it just like if you're in the front row, then the guy, like you might be like, oh shit, I got all the pee, I'm the lucky one. All, yeah, maybe. All the above. You buy your ticket based all on the how above. much pee you yeah. like. And you went, you went to this? <laughs> no, I didn't oh, go, no. You're just... Oh, you're yeah, just yeah. I've... Somebody went recently. I just listened to the whole story, and um, I'm kind of horrified. You right. know, but you know. No, I think uh, trying to get out of the system, though, and you're right, where if you're working a job that you know that I can't even show up and ha- tell, speak my mind, have my opinions, yeah, yeah. I might post a picture on Instagram and then get fired for being somewhere. And we know that... Like wielding a tiki torch? Yeah. And, uh, no, potentially. As a theori- Take, as taking a-, a leak on Auschwitz or something like go. that. Yeah. As a theoretical, I... As they try and push us more towards a Chinese social credit system, they're not there, but they would like for us to be there. Uh, and there certainly are a lot of offices that, if you're working in, especially in New York, and you kind of don't. Dude, I remember when Trump got elected, uh, it felt like there was a death. Like in my office, I was with 25 year old, like, mo- like women were most, like, it was as if we were mourning a death. And I started laughing at like the morning huddle. So yeah. I got thrown out of morning huddle. Yeah. Morning. Oh, we yeah. Had, we had uh, the day afterwards he got elected. Me and my friend group got together. These old New Yorkers. So all of them are Democrats except one 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 friend of mine, my best friend. And uh, the, there was a big gathering the day after we were just hanging out. And he goes to open the door for me. Everybody else is there. I look at him. I raise my hand and I go, "We fucking did it, buddy." <laughs> and everybody else is going, "Sons of bitches." I went, "That's right. I voted for him." And I didn't, but I wanted to take the credit for the win. <laughs> all right. So give me give me something juicier. Give me something more controversial than hey I'm just trying to get out of debt well that's all it is everybody life. else just assumes everything else yeah. you know it's just yeah. it's ridiculous you know okay because yeah. you're an outspoken guy I feel like yeah well I mean something harsh I, well, I think if people old, like if Twitter. you're gonna have all these people pretending to be interested in politics okay and yet they say power is immoral you sound retarded because politics is all about power okay and then you have a, a whole party a third party mind you that of people who are like, well, power, political power is immoral. What the fuck are you doing? Well, I mean, what what is this performative bullshit? 
Okay. And why did you spend, why are people spending thousands of dollars to go to some shitty fucking town in Nevada? Okay. Where there's like nothing Jeez, to. Reno taking blow. <laughs> so, I mean, let's be honest. It, it probably really, sucks. It sucks. It probably um, sucks. Yeah. So actually, I, I, I got to push back. Firstly, Reno's fucking awesome. Dude, it was beautiful and I had a blast. I actually, in terms of cities, I've traveled a lot of America. It sucked to get there. But Reno itself, I was like, I, I was actually annoyed that I wasn't spending more time in Reno. Rob is oh, in yeah. the Reno fan club. No, yeah, dude, he's in like a Reno, Reno stand here by the tourist department. Reno's Reno. great. And no, I, I think uh, while I respect uh, your philosophy, and I think that there's a lot to be said for hey, just live your best life, and yeah. also to like, you can have your own communities. I also have a lot of respect, and I like what Dave and the Meekhawks are doing. Well, if you have to raise forty thousand dollars in order to get people there, right. These are people who probably should be worried about making money and right. not going and voting for something for a third party that's not going to be able to accomplish anything. Well, I think, I, I, so to me, the, the two things are not mutually exclusive. Yes, if there's somebody who doesn't have a job, they should probably be working on getting a job. This, yeah, this, or if they're not wealthy, then they than should also be moving towards their wealth. The fact that there's a passion for what they're building. And I also think the idea is more trying to wake people up. I don't think they're thinking, hey, we're coming into this, we're taking over a political party. Dave does that by going on Joe Rogan and he doesn't need a political party to do it. Right, so I think the, I, the, Dave could probably better defend what they're doing. It's not right. my stance, but I think sure. the idea is that this is gonna uh, raise awareness and you know make a, make a concentrated effort uh, to be able to firstly make sure that the Libertarian Party is actually Libertarian. I think that's right, that one was, goals. It, it, it's th that's spending a lot of money in order right. to save a word. Okay. And and to you, it's not, that's not yeah, a value. That's a, yeah. And to them it is, but that's, like, well, that's an okay disagreement. Money's a finite resource. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, some of the rich people that you would probably need to get excited about it would not just hand, like, there's money in politics that doesn't exist for just you as an individual. Correct. So, like, you might get an Elon Musk who's excited about, like, a Dave Smith movement and then gave a substantial amount of money that was able to spread the message, and that's not money that was just being handed to the people who, you know, needed a plane ticket in order to get there. Do you think that in 2020, when people are being forced into their homes, losing their jobs, losing their businesses, and then being forced to take a jab, that that would have been a message that people would have woke up to and said, hey, this is totalitarianism, let's stop. I mean, is, let me, let me, right. that seems a whole lot more fucking serious than somebody getting up and fucking delivering a message on a TV show. These people do not want to wake up. They want fucking tyranny. You're saying- You're not, no one's the, waking these fuckers up. Uh, so you're saying that, uh, there are, you know, this is interesting. You're saying that there is nothing that's gonna change people's minds because we just lived through a moment that people should have realized, hey, government's not even letting me show up to my job. And so if this wasn't a moment that changed people's minds, now you're like, there will be no change. So I have to individually find a group of people so I'm prepared for what's coming because or, something's co something's coming. Or there was a group of people right. that fought back against it and talked about it and they just happened to call themselves Republicans. Okay. But because we're neither left nor right, whatever the fuck that means. Right. They, they won't work with these people. They won't even acknowledge them. Oh, those are blood-soaked monsters. It's 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 a libertarianism is a party is a ideology of bumper stickers. Okay. A bumper sticker. I mean, sit down, read, and friggin' try to figure out what the hell is going on. And 
a bumper sticker slogan is not going to wake somebody up. I mean, Carr talking about Bitcoin does more than taxation is theft. Yeah, but us getting excited about something also forces the Republicans to kind of go, oh, this is something that's important. Even Bitcoin, like Rand Paul, I mean, not Rand Paul, uh, Ron Paul, uh, sorry, Ted Cruz has become a, a, actually a big advocate kind of for the crypto space in general, which is in is part right? because of all the industry that exists in Texas uh, in the way that they're starting to um, use basically like the spillover okay. from energy and that kind of stuff. Well, uh, I mean, what you just said yeah. is it operates on the assumption that you can change the system from the inside. And I don't see that happening. Okay. I think the system has to be cleared out. I so, mean, I don't see, I mean, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden's not running the country. Right. Nancy Pelosi's not running the country. Right. It's people that you don't know that are running the country, the elites, sure. you know, people that have money. Well, how do you get rid of them? Yeah, but it's not, I agree with you, but also, I, I mean, this is something I've been talking about and part of the problem. If those power be had their way, mm -hmm. uh, for the, there would be a domestic terrorism title, there would be complete censorship, and I would probably be in jail. And they keep trying to push that agenda. They keep a lot of monkeypox in jail. There you go. And sometimes they push it too far, and it just it doesn't fly. It's what happened with the uh, with that lady uh, who was going to be the Ministry of Truth. Yeah, yeah. And people just kind of got wise to it, and they were like, "No, this is America. That's not going to happen." They teased it. They tried it. Or, and then it, and then it, they it, just put someone in who's worse. Well, but but, but in, isn't but, but isn't like fucking Mary Poppins. You, know, or, <laughs> you mean with or scary thing. scary Poppins? <laughs> they were seeing though if on a public way people would get behind. Hey, the government's going to have a Ministry of Truth because this information is that bad. They kind of tested in the market when, hey, that's not going to work. But they're rebuilding it. Yeah, no, of course they're, they're rebuilding yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It's not going away. But the point I'm trying to make yeah. is that if it was up to them, yeah. there'd be a domestic terrorism title. Sure. Government would mandate to the social media companies, hey, here's what's allowed. Yeah. People outside of that would be going to jail. And we'd be looking at a very, they can't currently do it. Right? No, they don't have the political capital to do that. They do not have the political that, capital they don't, to do it. So I'm saying to be within the fight and to be educating people about these dangers, like the, the, the idea that that's not worthwhile or that that's like, that the, the fight is totally lost or that it can't get worse, I don't think that's reality. But there's a long game. I mean, there's a long game that they play. They, they're they really good at low, low and high time preference activities. Right. So when they're going for power, like we see a lot of like real high time preference grabs for power. But they also took 100 years to march through the institutions and own them. And that's a low time. Yeah, that's a low time preference right. thing. I mean, and you have social engineers out there. What is the libertarian answer to the fact that there are social engineers and that they are have all the power? I don't. I you'd have to break down that question for me. Well, social engineers. I mean, why is there? Why right. are there um, kindergarten? Te why are there gay male kindergarten teachers doing TikTok videos talking about how they only feel like their their existence is justified when their when their students call them by their correct pronoun? Okay. How did this happen? Th this didn't happen by accident. This is political. What's the libertarian answer to that? Well, clothes and public schooling. Well, that sounds great. I mean, it's fucking, oh, that's beautiful. Another bumper sticker. Okay. So what do you do in the meantime? What do you, what you do in the meantime is you have a two-pronged approach. One that's short-term, one that's long-term. You homeschool your kids, and then you get elected to the local school board, and you do everything to burn the fucking thing down. Okay. I'm into or, it. I, I <laughs> or you keep calling attention to the fact of, hey, look, there's an agenda here, which they've done. I mean, including Florida would be the best example of sure. DeSantis. Yep, uh, because they yeah. have it because he he operates like an autocrat. 
Right. Yeah. The, most most politicians are especially Republican, quote unquote, right wing politicians. Right. They're scared to operate as an autocrat because then they're going to get called fascist and you can't be called fascist because that's the worst thing you can possibly be called on the whole planet. Okay. So until you have an autocratic kind of, I mean, the reason why DeSantis works is because he's embracing his Italian heritage. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's really the only way that all of this is going to get solved is somebody's going to have to come in and say, all right, I, I mean, I know you guys are probably going to try and kill me, but we're going to burn this fucking thing to the ground and start over again. It's the only way this happens. You can't fix this. This cannot be fixed. It, 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 I don't even believe in incrementalism anymore. I think you can do incrementalism on the local level. Right. But as far as the national level goes, and as national power continues to grow and grow and grow, you just have to burn that down. Okay. Now, I'll just give you a little bit of a sure, positive spin that I see yeah. going on. Is uh, I think, and I'm hoping, maybe this is me being stupid and too hopeful, <laughs> uh, is, no, I think they've pushed it a little bit too far. And I think as inflation goes up and we got rolling blackouts and maybe there's other scarcity issues, I actually think people are going to turn to government and basically be, what the fuck? And the storyline's going to come out about the push for green energy that was too soon. And I think it's just going to be like, because of cost, people are going to be like, I hate this. It will most likely be a Republican that will come in and go, I mean, it's a good opportunity for teaching people with what just happened with uh, the baby food. Yeah. You know, now, yes. if we had an yeah. honest media, which we don't, we'd probably actually get the news stories of like, you know, kids that literally, the, the kids in the hospital and then break it down. Well, what was the relationship? Why did the FDA take this much time to reopen it? Why weren't they looking at it? How is it the government didn't call another branch to just be are like... There, are there two baby formula manufacturers? Dude, no, no, here's what it is. I think four of them have like 90% of the it's, market. It's ridiculous. But then there's... This, I don't even understand it. Uh, what do we got? We got some beers. Beers just came over. Hell yeah. All right, who's got a... I'll take the goat. Who's got a... Somebody, can somebody pop it open popper? for us? Anybody got a... Bottle opener? We got a popper. All right, so yeah. just to, just to pivot here for a second, no, I, I, I it was a good point. I love I love the per, thanks. I love the core philosophy, which is be responsible for yourself. Mm -hmm. And on a local level, we have to push for change. I'm personally a little bit more excited about uh, what the Meekhawks are doing and the push that they're making. I understand that not everyone's as enthused about it. But let's pivot to, I know that you have a film coming out that kind of showcases some of the horrors of last year and what happened throughout the pandemic. Well, well 2020. Well, it's, um, it's a police, it's about the police. Okay. So it's a documentary on the police and, um, it's called over policed and I it was originally supposed to be called like over policed and under underserved, something like underprotected, something like that. And we just got together with a this is for more of a normie audience this is okay. like a libertarian this is no, like that's huge this I'm is actually that's, trying that, to that's find, huge this yeah. is trying yeah. to this is trying to find ideas in ways to make the system work you know especially on a local level that isn't oh let's just end policing we need right. private policing by the way, I couldn't you know. agree more. I'm I'm always the more practical-minded one, yeah. and I've made that push. I think on part of like, well, let's let's move the ball forward. Let's yeah. find some solutions. Uh, so the idea of like figuring out policies beyond, hey, tomorrow we're not defunding the police, yeah. we're not closing the public schools, we're not doing these things. So what can we tangibly do that gets us closer to what we want or what amplifies freedom? So I agree with you 100%. Where it's like, what are the practical mm -hmm. solutions? Uh, I think in terms of kind of narratives changing and mm -hmm. people becoming educated, what happened this past week with that school shooting, yeah, man. that the cops didn't go... How many people are thinking right now, 
I do not want to leave my protection. Why am I forced no. to leave my protection no. to this and, other group and, of people? And meanwhile, Bortak looks great. Yeah. yeah. And a guy, guy who's the, yeah. a guy who's off duty. Yeah, right. Off duty and, Bortak. And, yeah. And he's it, well, he's getting a haircut. Yeah. And he gets like a phone that. call. Is like was half of it. Um, <laughs> but it's incredible. Every time government services fail, where they tell you, hey, we're here for you, and then the moment comes where they're supposed to do it, and they just fail miserably, I do think people kind of li- start going, why am I relying on this? Yeah. Like, they don't have it under control. Uh, and obviously, school shootings are not a way to push forward. Like, that's not, yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. saying, oh, great, there was a school. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. I am saying it's interesting that when you see government fail on epic levels, people just going, well, I don't want to rely on them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think yeah. <laughs> what's funny is I'll point something out here. So whenever something like this happens, everybody yeah. gets mad at the left because the left makes it a gun issue. Right. And then, you know, it's like, well, you're you're standing on the graves. Well, isn't it kind of like, you know, like if, oh, end all policing. Isn't that like standing on the graves of the kids, too? I honestly think mentioning any agenda yeah, in yeah. a media tandem with these but, is, but is it's, gross. But something organic. Me, I just did it. But, some, but something organic <laughs> yeah. like that. Um where people start waking up and they're like, I mean, th- this is a twofer. I think this would make people want to pull their kids out of school, and also it turns into a gun issue. Yeah. Right. So you know, there's two ways to benefit from this to talk about, you know, be pro-gun, but you don't. You still want to make sure that people. I mean, all these fucking kids that are dead, unless it's a psyop, like some people think. Right. Everyone's a psyop. Everything's a psyop. Um, in some way, I think that's true. So tell us more about the uh, the film. Yeah. So we're just going to go over the history of policing and then bring it all the way up to the modern day uh, go over some big huge failings and then present solutions okay within the system and there'll be the libertarian solution of private policing and right everything like that too so has yeah. this been filmed already yeah, or it's, this already, is... it's in the editing process should be out at the end of june cool and then yeah. uh where can people find it yeah i don't know yet it's okay we, we already have we, we are it'll be on youtube immediately right but we had our first documentaries on amazon prime right. still and amazon prime has stopped was taking that the a lot one docu- on the, the monopoly pandemic? on violence no, oh, okay. that was, yeah. yeah, that was. What was, was it? Because I remember one. last year at Pork Fest, you were, there was a some sort of a pandemic documentary. Am I just making that uh, up? I might be. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, the one about California. Maybe. Are you talking I don't about know. Pandemic. Yeah. I don't know. No, 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 I drink no, at these the events. That, uh, <laughs> I don't get everything right. The what? what? The one oh, girl yeah, 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 that's right. I so, can't remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah. But you're pretty. Uh, you're fairly industrious because you, you did two books of the themed uh, freedom through memedom. Yeah. I uh, now, so I, I mean, firstly, I think you're very good at kind of taking the bigger ideas and making them digestible for for normies and non-libertarians. Thank you. Um. So, what do you think's the what's the next project you got in mind? Uh. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm I, becoming I'm a fascist guy. <laughs> joining, I got no, my armband with his neighbors do. and cl- taking over his neighborhood. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd really like to do like not a like an like an hour and a half long documentary, but like an and like four or five episodes breaking down the concept of the cathedral. Okay, oh, okay, that's, that's nice awesome. One. Yeah, when's and the I, timeline Earth documentary coming out? Yeah, that one, that's what that we're one. interested in. You know, actually, Car, yeah. when is our documentary it's, about the German gay f- butt sex festival coming out? I think it already came out. Thanks for asking, Robbie. By the way, yeah. so that'll be out in September <laughs> <laughs> on all plots. We've both come out, and now it's coming out. Yeah. Talk to your publicist. He was supposed to get me everything I was supposed to cover before He's the fired. episode. He's yeah. fired. Yeah. He should be, and that HR department, because what happened here last night was disgusting. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm working overtime. All right, Pete. Anything else you want to let the run your Mouths fans know about anything yeah, else to plug? The Picanano show. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thanks Pleasure having you on. Thank you. I'm gonna rotate you out for uh, Jacob, who uh is gonna tell us about taking in Ukrainian refugees. 
Uh, you're on the front line of having to oh, deal human with the trafficking section. That's <laughs> you're on the front lines of Age having of to deal with uh, Biden pushing Putin into a war. Yep. So uh, tell us about your life now. You got you um, got a whole Ukrainian family. Yeah, it, we're very happy to have them out of harm's way. Uh, Victoria, my wife, is Ukrainian, and so when the war started heating up, we asked her mom to to come and live with us, and uh, she didn't. <laughs> she's like, I want to ride this out. Yeah, she's like, no, nah, no, nah, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Uh, and then she got very scared when they started dropping bombs, and uh, so we were able to get her out. And then Victoria's friend uh, also, uh, well, she left and went to, so they, they all, they live around Kiev, and then um, she went to, I guess, Odessa? Yeah. Yeah, Odessa to uh, ride out, and then Odessa started getting bombed. So they said, come live with us, and her husband was conscripted for the war, so... There's a war going on. It's, uh, from our perspective, I think it's pretty ridiculous. And it's also the, I mean, it's, it's, if you pay attention at all to any of like the alternative news sources or whatever, like what they're telling you on CNN is just not accurate. It's basically the it's war. It's as true as Corona. Yeah. I mean, the war would, would have been over probably. And, uh, with a lot less people dead in a couple of weeks if the United States wasn't just pumping in billions of dollars. So it's kind of, but I also, I mean, I understand both sides. It's like, look, you're, you identify as your own ethnic group. You want to be your own country. Um, but also at what cost? Uh, and up until, I mean, you can, you can tell me if this is correct or not correct, but up until maybe a month or two months ago, pretty much every Ukrainian that I met through Victoria, when I would say, well, what's the difference between Ukrainian and Russian? They go, well, we're a little bit different, but it's basically the same. Uh, and you know that's kind of and now it's like no it's now absolutely we're very different, different yeah, yeah don't use the Russian words we're only speaking Ukrainian um, like all that kind of stuff so it's been interesting it's it's I'd, I'd say it's more like sitcom life because I live in a house with three adult women that don't speak English <laughs> and two kids that don't speak English yeah, right so, so do you ever find yourself like explaining something like that's I, I guess like we would know, like, I'll just say it's yeah. a theoretical, like, if Ukrainians just didn't flush toilets. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that that would happen, and then you're trying to explain it to them, and it's just not getting through, yeah. and then you just start yelling because you realize, this is my fucking house, and, like, I've lost it to people that, like, I can't even convey It almost English sounds like to. this has yeah. happened to you already. Oh, yeah, I had, a, I had like a homeless a... man in my apartment <laughs> for an entire oh, year. I, so. I, I had almost guy that lived with me for about a year. Yeah. yeah. Well, he wasn't, he's a friend. He wasn't really homeless. That's just me being yeah. shitty. Well, oh. this guy was homeless, right. and, and, but he was <laughs> And he did shit yeah. on my floor. There <laughs> he was a friend, and, and later on he realized it was a mistake and gave me a lot of money, which was nice of him. Oh, that's but sweet. He rallied. Wow. Yeah, he rallied. He turned he it rallied. around. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, there is, I, I would say, like, I, I'm, I have tons of patience. Like, I am not easy to anger at all. Um, me and you are such opposites. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm always mad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, Robbie always coming in hot to any conversation. <laughs> Some things annoy me. Like, what do you want to talk about? The, the, the communication thing is, is a little bit tiresome. Uh, because the, they don't speak English. Yeah, yeah. It was, and and also it's like when you're doing Google Translate, three or four words max. Yes. Right. When you are like saying eight paragraphs of sentences and ninety percent. I used to, but this is 
my sexist stuff. I used to work with a lot of women. This is like when women would come <laughs> in and ask is, my This is my sexist yeah. stuff. You realize, this you realize is my he, sexist bit right yeah. here. You realize he didn't like them and it was a mistake, <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. stopped doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. HR at RobbieTheFireBernstein.com. <laughs> right. Well, I would, I would get, I'd get these ladies coming in when I was a developer, and they'd be like, Dr. So-and-so is getting a divorce from his wife, and they have three kids. And I mean, this would go on for like 30 minutes of them telling me about this doctor's life. And I'm like, well, what's the problem? They go, oh, they want to report about how much his payroll is. You could have just opened with that. Yeah, I'm like, why did you why did you spend that all that time? And this is what it sort of is like with Google Translate with her mom. Is right. It's like it's like paragraphs and paragraphs of information that is completely irrelevant that in, that end in. I'd like to go to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> you would think having to work through Google Translate, they would cut through the bullshit yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. But no, it's like, not. yeah, it's stories need to there. be told. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, they also they also do lists differently than we do. So like a grocery list. You know the Ukrainian list is the least important thing is first. Yeah. And then you. <laughs> well, it, it has no organization. It seems it's just kind of stream of consciousness. But it's also <laughs> I do Gonzo list. He's pissed yeah. about that too. I, when like no I, organization I, when I make, in your list. When I make a grocery list, it's new line it's by for each aisle, item. right? No, it's new line for each item and then by aisle. <laughs> Because so, you're a serial killer. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. can't possibly yeah. think yeah. that someone else was... I don't want to be in Kroger longer than 10 minutes. Right, I yeah, get me it. too. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd like to sit down for a half hour yes. do the logistics and, and, and do the logistics. of how to in get the through it within 10 home. minutes. Yeah. And you said you work in software, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I go into a grocery store, you would hit, like, I, because I have ADD, I always end up there for like an hour with yeah. just dumb shit in my car. You cart. have ADD? Oh my God. The, like, but I'll just like, <laughs> <laughs> I just roam aisle. Like, I, I'm like, I'm annoyed if I have to go to the grocery store for like one item because like I have to like mentally psych. Dude, just, I think you're annoyed when you get it. in there, man. No, I'm yeah. like, just grab it yeah. and get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, but, the, but this is, this is the thing is it's, it's a list with, no breaks, sometimes commas, and names that are not what we call things. Okay. So, <laughs> it's like, eggs and they want milk or something. Well, like, I mean, that. like I came back, what, the very first grocery trip I went, I went and got, she had white flowers listed, and I was like, this is bleached flour, that's white. Was yeah, it was cauliflower. White flowers, yeah. cauliflower. White flowers, and like, so I come back with a pack of flour, and she's like, no, white flour. Can I shout out this beer because it's particularly oh, the, delicious? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. Lord's, Lord's Day Brewhouse. Where's the guy who handed this to me? Uh, Luke. He's, Luke. He's, he's DFW. He's a friend of the show. Yeah. I mean, these are. I took the first yeah, sip and I'm more of an IPA guy, but right off the, I was like, holy shit, this has a. Yeah, it's an really good. Flavor. He's a really good brewer. Yeah, he's 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 very good. He makes these at his house. And, yeah. Uh, they're they're excellent. He brings. And you know where you can get them, right? You know where you can get them at Childeberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. At Childeberg. Yeah. All right, I want to, anything else you want to throw at the Run Your Mouth listeners? You want to let them know about uh, Chili... uh, Chili Go. Chili Go. Uh, Yeah, check out Childerberg.com, and that's uh, that's pretty much it. uh, I'm going to start doing a little bit more, like, video content on YouTube, uh, on Tasting Anarchy, which is my show that's about wine, but I'm going to try to do intermittent episodes that are more about maybe call it autism weekly yeah no actually great idea autism weekly it's the journey to childerberg and we do one like documentaries where you follow one guy who shows up here yeah. each week so yes. we focus on one different person who is here that would be yeah, good that would yeah. be really good okay that's, that's like like ufc idea. embedded style where like yeah, they follow yeah. those guys leading up like to the fight dirty, yeah so we get that but it's leading up to childerberg uh-huh. The, the slaughter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's good. All right, that's All it. right, we're gonna bring one more guy on here, Buck. Buck, I, I got a flight to catch, but I wanna I wanna bring on my good friend, Mr. Buck Johnson, best looking man in Liberty. Yeah, when are you gonna teach us some fitness classes or get us on your roids? Well, 
<laughs> Isn't that agorism? I can do that, right? Yeah. Black, black and gray market. No, I'm impressed by you because uh, when we're at these things, you party. I'm always waking up yes. in the morning going for a jog. I've yet to see you no. get a workout in, and you're like in super shape. Well, I, if you do the workouts every day leading up to this, this is just a break. You there you it, go. You know, it's like the recovery. My, I, I'm growing muscle just by drinking and chilling. That's Powerful. I, that's, I got to get on this Powerful. plan. Only yeah. at Childebird. Yes, only at Childebird, right. And this is uh, your second or third chili? Second one. Okay. Um, Me and you, we're, chili, we're chili vets. Yeah, no kidding. I love this. <laughs> I'm definitely coming back for another one next year. I rented an RV. I, I think it this that's the way to go in my opinion. Uh, next year I will own one. So okay, that, that's my goal yeah. for nice. for, uh, for next Childerberg. You got a year to make enough money to buy. What does an RV go for? I was like, already so? looking this morning. You okay, can get that one used for twenty six thousand dollars. That's not bad. No, and uh, if you rent them out, maybe a couple times a month. Easy. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. two fifty a night right there. So. All you need to do is a couple more of those events at your house and rent those out for your events. Yeah, you can make that back easy. Right. Right. That's not bad. All right, so I do have to catch a flight, but I wanted to bring okay. you on. Uh, last time, you had a fascinating uh, take oh, for us yes. on Good and Evil. So I'm curious to know uh, what are some... Because you, you do your homework more than uh, more than I do. And sometimes I'm, I'm looking at what you're doing on your show or listening to the show, and you're, you've are you gone deep. So as of late, what have you kind of been getting into? Well, I, um, I suppose you're referencing when we spoke and when I did the show in Mexico. It was so funny. I didn't even think it was a thing. I almost <laughs> said it in passing yeah. about demons, uh, you know, and then I, I've, I've witnessed demons. And well, it, wait, demons? Are you talking about real demons? And I thought, oh, boy, I've opened a can of worms. <laughs> but it was right at the end of the show, so right. we were leaving. Um, yeah, I'm, I've been going to an Orthodox Christian church uh, in Lockhart, Texas, that um, a, a, a series of coincidences that aren't probably coincidences kind of led me there um having vin armani on my show who's now goes by cyprian he kept mentioning orthodox christianity and finally after a third interview or something offline i started saying get me i i've got to get some information on this uh what should i read who should i look into and he kind of gave me a soft opening to it all and uh i've I've uh, dived in deep <laughs> since then. To Orthodox. Orthodox Christianity. What's yes. the difference between that and the Socialist Pope? <laughs> so a big difference. So the okay. it's the original church. Um, it's the church. It's the original. Oh, you're all, you're all on board with the. I'm socialist. a Catholic. <laughs> oh, but you like the Pope. You no, got a socialist uh, one at the moment. Yeah, yeah no, this guy I mean, sucks. And so the, he's part of the global elite. Yeah. That he is. That's true. <laughs> and the and the the Catholic Church has been infiltrated by CIA types and and people above the CIA even. But that's a whole other story. Um, Who do you think's the so? Who's the head wizard? Like if you go up that CIA chain, <laughs> that infiltrated. Well, we don't know. If, okay. If the person with the real power, the people with the real power, we don't know their names. All right. Um, I think it's Joe Biden. What, if it, was, so? no, what, if, it was, what if it was like? I think it's whatever parasite's living inside of Joe Biden. Yeah, see, yeah. see evil Joe, spirits. Joe's perfectly cognizant. What if it was just, just some random dude like Steve Wilson from Little Rock, Arkansas? Oh, that'd be yeah, great. He's just running the some whole thing. Guy. Yeah, he's just pulling just all over. Some some oh, I got to keep it going. I some guess. data management <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, that would explain Clinton's success from Arkansas. There you go. But it would be amazing though if Biden was actually sharp and was the guy. Oh man, and this is all a ruse. It's a ruse where he's like, I'm playing a game. He was like. Everyone's fucking up so bad. He's like, "All right, I'll do it, and I'll go play that fucking yeah. character." Retard's here to save you. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, he's doing a great job. Then. Yeah. Oh, good. The meth finally showed up. Go. I've been waiting. Oh. I've been tired, and uh, 
All right, I'm sorry. Hell no, no so you're in demon church. Yeah, it's in the church. Uh, we actually, I became a catechumen, which means it's kind of like if you if you think of it in terms of a biker gang, you're a prospect. Okay. And so you go through this process of being a catechumen for about a year or so, sometimes two years, until you get baptized officially. Okay. Well, as you, when you become a catechumen, they they exercise the spirits from you. Do you feel better? I do. Hell yes. yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, as a person who spent a fair amount of time very religious. And uh, I, I'm not hating on it, but it's a, when you're into it, it's a hell of a drug. It's, it's and amazing. And so, yeah. were, were, did you grow up, uh, like, is this your first bout with Christianity? No, I grew up um, what they call, I guess, non-denominational, evangelical, right. uh, Protestantism. And I got, you know, when you're in your 20s and you get out of that stuff and you're single, living in a town like Austin, you start to find other outlets yeah. <laughs> to relieve yeah, your dude. stress. Um, so I kind of, I guess at some point I would have became a, what I would call a devout atheist even. And I was reading like the God Delusion book and, and stuff like that. And I followed Pendulette. Look where that would have got me. Right. Um, That's the guy who actually got me into, into this community. First of all, Pendulette. Yeah, yeah. He, he used to be, yeah. I feel like he pulled the wool over my eyes. During the bullshit something. era. Uh, yeah, I was Penn so good. Bullshit. Yeah. And now the guy's um, pimping for vaccines yeah, very, and, and Joe Biden yeah, we and Hillary Clinton. Grace, yeah. I was like, damn it, I yeah. fell for that guy. I mean, he's a, he's a genius ma magician. Oh, so amazing. He, yeah, he, pulled, he pulled his magic yeah. on me. <laughs> Uh, and so I grew up evangelical. I got, became an atheist through my 20s and, and early 30s. And then after 2020, started noticing some things that were probably other uh, outside of the material world that, I, that I've thought. And so I started kind of doing a little search and a bunch of a weird string of coincidences, including a guy on Twitter, a Hoppian, that followed me emailed me or dm me and he's like i would like to invite you to this church in lockhart texas orthodox i'm like that's five minutes from my house how's there a church an orthodox church in this small town so there we go is the actual going to church fun like, i love when, it yeah yeah I'm, I'm, like what goes down the, the worst part about being songs? here for me was Did I you miss church it. yeah this is church this, well uh, i feel like this is the lord's tent right here we're doing we're doing good work yeah we are that's true and this is fun um what? Why do I think it's fun? No, I've never been to church. I don't know what goes like. You, when I, I was saying when I went to synagogue, at the end of my run of synagogue, I had a blast. But I used to show up in the morning. Synagogue is just arguing, right? No, nah. kind of <laughs> it's, it's, it's just haggling. It's just sharing money tips. <laughs> yeah. uh, you go into synagogue immediately. You get you gain weight. Yeah, yeah. they just, they let you know. It's just pulling strings. <laughs> yeah, for society. Exactly. I uh, no, I used to have fun, but I used to show up early. I'd get hammered with the janitor. I would just continuously leave throughout services and drink with other people. And then what finally ruined synagogue for me was I started. I was too hungover on Saturday nights to do comedy. That I was like, I can't go to synagogue anymore. Oh, so that, that was yeah. the end. But that was like when I was like at the end of my synagogue days when I didn't really like being there. So yeah. like I would just kind of figured out the corners of the building you could drink in uh but i don't know what goes on at like wh what is it when you show up to, like i can tell you synagogue a lot of prayers in hebrew yeah uh, they read the torah you hear a speech more prayers in hebrew two hours start to finish and that's, that's, that, that that that's what goes down with the exception of a few key words that you just explained that's very similar orthodox um services are by far different than any other denomination because it's the original. I want a gospel black church. I feel like I can yeah, get into that. Yeah, it's way different than that. It's everything is sung, almost everything. Um, the sermon is about five to ten minutes. The rest of it's the rest of the two hours is um, a choir, and then the uh, what they call readers. The readers are reading the prayers, often almost singing them, and the choir is doing chants back and forth. All right. It's, Next time, can I come with you to church? I would love that. I actually I read this book. It's um, uh. 
It's by this author. His name is Morris Nicole. I try and read three pages every day. Okay. And it's actually rooted in uh, Christian esotericism. I will uh, I will send you the book. Yeah. I think you'd find it fascinating. Yeah. Uh, it, he's it, so he's kind of a uh, the bridge between. He was a psychologist, and there's this uh, Eastern philosopher named uh, Gearchif. Okay. And 